everyone. Welcome to Everyday Perspectives with Erin Panzarella, episode six. I'm pretty excited to record this episode because it's being recorded in the coolest location out of all the other episodes, and that is in a fort in my bedroom, (laughs) trying to minimize the amount of noise that comes into the podcast because, again, live in New York City, and there's so much noise. And I always do it after work and there's traffic and people honking and it's just so much. So my boyfriend, John, helped me build a fort. I tried to do it myself and was unsuccessful. But now I'm successfully sitting under a beautiful fort of blankets between my bed and my dresser. And it puts a smile on my face. It kind of reminds me of being a kid building forts. And I was like, why was it so much easier when we were kids? And John's like, because we're, we were smaller. We didn't have to worry about not fitting under it. And I was like, you're right. That's why. So <laughs> I have a little bit of a fun energy going on, even though I was pretty frustrated in the beginning of it. I was sweating and it felt like a lot of work. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this every week. But today I feel happy that I'm under a fort. I've been wanting to build a fort all of quarantine. So I'm pretty excited about this situation. All right, enough about the fort. Let's get into today's episode, which is mistakes. (laughs) Right after I said I was going to get started, a literal hurricane. It felt like a flash hurricane. That's a thing. Just came through. That was truly insane. Truly can't believe that just happened, but it did. And now we're back. Today's episode is mistakes. Like I mentioned, mistakes are something that we do every single day. They're part of being human because none of us are perfect. And I still beat myself up every single time I make a mistake. Every time. And I've done a lot of work on forgiving myself. I recognize that I've had perfectionist tendencies in the past. I've dug deep into what caused those tendencies. And I understand why I constantly beat myself up for making mistakes. I get it. And I've definitely gotten better about forgiving myself, about not getting mad at myself for making a mistake. I've definitely gotten better. But there's still a lot of times where I have severe anxiety after a mistake, where I struggle with accepting the mistake, where I try and fix it, where I try and backtrack, where I try and erase it. There's so many times I try and transform the mistake into obliteration. I don't know. (laughs) I just am not accepting that I am a human that makes mistakes. It's really hard for me to be okay with making mistakes. And this is going to be just a discussion on navigating this journey of feeling like if I make a mistake, I'm not worthy, feeling like it's the end of the world, feeling like it's not okay. And how I've gotten to a point where I acknowledge that I beat myself up or I understand that 
it's okay to make a mistake. So it's minimized a lot of the anxiety that I feel and it's minimized a lot of the frustrations and anger and resentfulness that I carry through my life because I recognize that I have this belief that mistakes are not okay for myself. I'm actually really good about accepting other people's mistakes, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. I think that acceptance of others, who they are, knowing that we're flawed, knowing that we're human is super important. And I'm very happy that I'm able to not hold on to grudges and really meet people where they are and understand that we all do it. And I think maybe because I beat myself up so much and I've cultivated this practice of soothing myself and not being so aggressive internally or not being so noisy internally after I make a mistake and going into a sort of stillness following the mistake because I know that this reaction is going to come. And I really wanted to touch upon some of my own practices with mistakes, some of the practices that I've integrated into my life to be more okay and more accepting of my flawed human nature, which includes mistakes and includes a lot of mistakes. And mistakes are actually a really great thing or one of the best things because mistakes means we're doing something new. We're trying something different or we're trying to go into a situation from a new perspective and we haven't quite figured it out yet but we're navigating so we tried something it didn't work so uh, I'll try another that was a mistake oops why don't I try this or that by meeting life in that way and by going head on and by making it okay to make mistakes it means that we're gonna be moving towards growth and moving towards a new way of being. When we do something new, that's when mistakes happen. If we keep continuing the same pattern over and over and over again, no matter how many times we see that it's a mistake, but we just keep doing it, that's not a mistake anymore. It's a habit. That's something that's ingrained now. And it would be a mistake to continue it if it's not serving you. Sometimes we have to make the same mistake, watch it become a habit, and then get really tired of that habit into changing, into navigating into a new way of showing up where we're going to make a lot of mistakes. It's going to happen. But that's a really great thing because if there's a mistake that I made in the direction of growth, in the direction that I'm working and navigating and trying to figure out a new way to do something, a new way to be because how I was being in the past didn't work for me. And now I understand that what I did was a mistake. I'm all right with making mistakes in that way. Understanding that there's kind of a million different kinds of mistakes that we can make. And one of them being one that I'm continuing myself by choice or one that I am experiencing something new and trying to figure out how to navigate and I make a mistake, that's a totally different kind that I'm 100% on board with. And I really started to accept those kinds of mistakes. And it's definitely helped with anxiety and it's helped with that perfectionist tendency that makes me not do anything. That is a really hard one to understand 
And I think that a lot of us just never, ever try to do something because it's out of our comfort zone and we're so afraid of making a mistake or it putting all this effort into it and it not working out. Or we're stuck in this sense of security that we just say, oh, it's not worth the mistakes that I'll make along the way. We really talk ourselves out of living, of reaching our full potential. And I've definitely seen with this podcast how any mistake that I make here is the best mistake ever. Because of course, I'm going to make so many mistakes. There's different types of mistakes, like saying, um, but whatever, (laughs) speaking mistakes or saying something in a way that's not clear or that I'm not communicating effectively. That's a mistake. If I'm not speaking grammatically correct, that's a mistake. I'm all right with those because over time, those mistakes will get worked out and there's going to be so much more benefit than the silly silly little mistakes that I was so afraid of making in the beginning. Who cares? I'm doing something. So I can make a mistake. I can talk (laughs) weird like I just did. I can do whatever and it'll be worth it. This is worth it. All those mistakes, who cares? Because there's so much more in store for me and I have to focus on the positives instead of the negatives because those positives outweigh any sort of negative thing I could come up with. They really do. And it's really fascinating to me because we live in cancel culture and I think it's really great in a lot of ways. I think it's an agent for change. I think holding people accountable for what they do and what they say is extremely important. And it's necessary for us to evolve. People have to be held accountable. They have to know that what they say has power. What they do has power. It has a ripple effect and it can go either way. So I understand the premise of cancel culture. And I think there's a really beautiful aspect in it. Holding people accountable and continuing to hold them accountable, not just them apologizing, which is empty words a lot of the times, but being canceled. I get that. However, there is a point of it that people are afraid of because I'm really terrified of saying something incorrectly, of making a really big mistake because of the society that we live in, because of all the important changes that are going on. I'm very fearful of saying something that's going to trigger someone else or saying something that sounds ignorant, I'm terrified of that. And that would truly be a mistake because I'm really doing the best that I can with the information that I know to step into each situation from a mindset that is new. But I also understand that there's a lot of things that are ingrained in me that need teaching and that I don't know everything. And there's some people that I can't relate to, but I would love to understand. I would love to be an ally for understanding, for listening. I think that's super important. But again, I'm afraid to say something and then be canceled. (laughs) I think it's extremely important that there can be sincerity in apologies and that people sometimes don't know better and they're doing the best they can. I know there's a lot of great people that have made a lot of big differences in the positive and they have darker parts of them or they have ignorant parts of them and they have naive parts of them. Like me, I have that within me. 
So I think that there's this fear that, oh, if I'm going to, if I say something and it's the wrong thing, then I'm going to get canceled. Or if I say something, this is going to impact me in a really negative way. And people stop speaking up, stop sharing things that could be really helpful to other people because they're so afraid that they're going to make a mistake. And that mistake is going to be the end for them in a certain way. And that's how I felt for most of my life, that when I make a mistake, that's the end. That's the end of Erin. I've been so afraid of the repercussions of making a mistake, so afraid, terrified that I was going to be left for the mistakes that I've made or was going to get in trouble. I was so afraid of that. I was so afraid of being unlovable in my humanness, in my nature, which is a mistake-making machine. You all are. I was so afraid of that part of me that I hit it. I hit it not very well. (laughs) Or I just didn't try anything new. I tried nothing new because I wasn't going to be perfect at it. And if I wasn't perfect, I was making mistakes. And if I was making mistakes, I wasn't good enough. Therefore, I wasn't good enough. If what I did had a lot of mistakes in it, that meant that I was not worthy. I always classified my worth based on what I did and how well I did it. I think that growing up, a lot of us are actually taught to live that way, especially with school, with grades, attendance, whatever you're judged on academically or by your parents. Parents obviously have the most influence, but I think a lot of school examples are more obvious because sometimes it's hard to pinpoint in your past where something formed. It's not so obvious that, oh, I made a mistake and I thought I was not loved because of making that mistake. I feel like that's kind of hard to get to a lot of times if you don't do the work. You don't even see beyond that. And I didn't see beyond that for a really long time. I didn't understand that I never felt worthy. I didn't understand that I didn't love myself and that was something that I learned. I didn't understand so much. But now that I do, I can pinpoint certain things that happened in my past. But I think with school, it was always obvious that you're graded. And that's a system that essentially determines your worth. It's very obvious. I think that the changing of schools shows a lot that grades are more important or they determine your value. And I think that growing up, the teachers that were the best ones were the ones who said like, hey, maybe you have value beyond this grade. And I think that was not pretty common or like some of my favorite teachers were the ones that I did really well in those classes because they were classes I was interested in. But I felt more worthy in those classes. I wasn't afraid to speak up because I was confident in what I knew at that point. And I was confident that even if I made a mistake speaking or doing something that I had done so much around it, I had proved my worth. I had proved that I know a lot that I could make a mistake and it didn't really matter. I can see how that's true. And I think school is very obvious with that. But we're brought up to value how good we do, how few mistakes we made. And it makes sense. There's very few times that people praise a mistake. Actually, I, I don't think I've ever experienced that in my life until I started doing the work and saying, we have to reframe here because I'm going to make a mistake living my life. I'm going to make a mistake doing things that are different. I'm going to make a mistake doing things that are the same if I'm trying to change how I show up to them or if I continue old patterns, if I continue habits, I'll keep making the same mistake and that becomes my fault sometimes. I become the reason for those mistakes. 
but I think there's a really beautiful aspect of not doing everything exactly right, not doing it perfectly. Because if you do it perfectly, what else do you have to learn about it? Of course, it can be enjoyable when you're good at something. I've definitely felt like it's more enjoyable when I'm good. I'm more worthy because I'm good enough. I'm not making all those mistakes so I can enjoy myself. (laughs) So why would I do an activity that I keep making a mistake unless I learn to embrace the mistakes? Unless I learn to live in a way that welcomes mistakes in with open arms. And it gets really hard to get to that point. In some instances, it does. But I think that we can do a lot of internal work around it. And there's some journaling prompts that I've done. There's a lot of introspection that I've done regarding my own mistakes and seeing how I've become a better person because of a lot of the mistakes that I've made. I've grown so much from my mistakes. I wouldn't have grown had I not made them. How beautiful is that? That gives a purpose behind the mistakes that we make. And it lets us be okay with not being perfect. We'll never be perfect. That's really beautiful. It's really cool. Because if I had it all figured out, where would the fun be? And I do have a lot more fun when I look within and when I uncover more answers because I learned that I don't have to take life so seriously. I've learned a lot of really great things from figuring out more, but I've also learned that there's so much beyond what I can ever comprehend, but I'm going to keep going, keep living my life in a way that's in the direction of growth and expansion and joy and love. I'm going to keep doing that. And I'm sure I'm going to learn a hell of a lot along the way as I make mistakes because it's new territory. Mistakes always come in new territory. Those are the ones I'm really grateful for. Even though in the moment, sometimes it is still hard to step out of it and say like, hey, you're doing a great job. Look at you. You're doing something totally new. That's so awesome. How often do you tell yourself that? Because I could say it's nearly never. And it was absolutely never before I started doing this work. I would always beat myself up so harshly for making a mistake. And do you know what happened? I made even more mistakes because I beat myself up over it. I was putting all this pressure to be perfect, to be unflawed. I had all this pressure around it. And I do not perform well under pressure. I really don't. It's funny. Every time John goes to videotape me when we're doing something like athletic, so like golf, I can have so many great shots in a row. John comes over. I know that he's in the vicinity and I will crack under that pressure and probably miss the ball. I remember once I like spun all the way around. It was so bad. (laughs) And I end up feeling all this pressure And I do so much worse, so much worse. Sports are a good example about me needing to overcome making a mistake. Really good example. 
So when I was first learning how to snowboard, I had gone maybe three or four times. I went on a snowboarding trip and I had just gotten a new snowboard. My mom had bought it for me for Christmas and it was entirely new. I should not have had a snowboard. Definitely privileged. And I got what I wanted a lot of the time. So my mom bought me this new snowboard and I went snowboarding. I was terrified of snowboarding, terrified of it. I had been afraid of falling, clearly, and I really didn't pick it up very well. The person I was with, my ex-boyfriend, he picked it up pretty well, and we had gotten on two trips before that. He decided to go up a different mountain because I really did not feel comfortable. I wanted to practice on the bunny slope. I still was terrified of making a mistake because in this instance, making a mistake means you get really hurt. I was fearful I was going to get hurt. I was fearful that if I made a mistake, I was going to be unsafe. I was also fearful of going up the same mountain because I didn't want to constantly fall and have this person waiting for me. I didn't want that. And I just did not feel confident. I didn't feel at all confident that I was going to get down the mountain without falling, without making errors. I really just wasn't. So I decided to go up one of the smaller slopes. It wasn't the bunny, bunny, it was a beginner trail. And on the way up, I started to get pretty anxious about getting off the lift. That was always my area that I struggled with a lot was getting off the lift. That's still what I struggle with. I still get anxiety, especially on that first run of the day. I'm like so terrified because I haven't done it in a while, typically. So terrified I was going to make this mistake and I decided to pray. This was in the beginning of my spiritual journey and I really didn't... (laughs) pray that much. That wasn't something typical of me. But I prayed because I was just developing this new relationship with spirit guides, with my dad who passed away, with God, with the universe. I really was just opening up into a whole other realm that I hadn't been exposed to ever before. So I prayed to my first dad who passed away and to Archangel Michael, who I was really connecting with, and he's the protector. He was going to protect me from any mistake that I made getting off the lift. (laughs) What I did was I made a really dumb decision. I made a mistake. Like I actively did something that caused me to get really hurt. I had thought that I was maybe goofy foot, (laughs) which means I was bound into my snowboard the opposite way. I had been practicing snowboarding (laughs) the incorrect way, which my boyfriend, John, now, he has untaught me and taught me to do it the right way. But I decided to go down the lift the way that I feel more comfortable snowboarding with, even though I wasn't, my bindings weren't set up that way. So I decided that I was going to go off the lift with my front foot not strapped in. I mean, usually your front foot is strapped in because your board should be in the right way. Doing that, this decision, this mistake that I made, resulted in me immediately falling And my board going over, completely over my body, twisting my ankle, and me tumbling down the ramp. So that's what happened. I made this mistake to try and do something differently than I was used to. And it ended up 
making me have to get rescued on top of the mountain. This event was one of the big catalysts in my breakup. And I called my ex-boyfriend telling him I had fallen. He didn't believe that I couldn't get up because I was a hypochondriac. I did overreact a lot about a lot of situations. So I understand why he thought what he thought. I was like the girl who cried wolf. I really was for so much of my life. My parents were used to it. He had become used to it. And it was this need for attention that really caused that. I didn't care what kind of attention it was. Negative, positive, didn't matter. And I usually found that I can manipulate people into giving me negative attention. Positive is harder to come by, at least for me. I also thought that if people felt bad for me, they would be more forgiving. They would be more forgiving of my mistakes because they pitied me. And you can't really be mad at someone you pity. It's like, oh, poor them. So I'm just seeing how that really does tie into this fear of making mistakes. Because when I was cultivating all this negative attention, it was because I wanted to be this person that got away with her mistakes. And it was also a manipulation tactic. I could admit that. and I'm not proud of it. But I also forgive myself for it. Because I really, truly did not know better at the time. I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing. I didn't understand the deeper levels underneath it of how badly I needed to love myself. How badly I had abandoned myself when I was afraid of everyone else abandoning me. That's what happened. Anyway, I made this mistake. Put my foot in the wrong way. Toppled over. Sprained my ankle very badly. Got stuck. Had to get rescued. The two people that rescued me were named Jack and Michael. My dad and Archangel Michael, which was a really beautiful experience in a time that I truly needed it. Again, this was a very big catalyst into my breakup. It wasn't the reason. We had a lot of problems beforehand, and I was just ignoring them. Typical. (laughs) But me making this mistake made me beat myself up over and over and over again. I was so mad at myself for making this mistake. I created exactly what I was afraid of creating. I was afraid to get hurt and I got hurt. I was afraid to make a mistake. I made a really big mistake and I suffered physically, emotionally for it. So (laughs) of course I'm afraid to make that mistake again, but I won't. I know that that was a mistake and I will never make that kind again. But there's a fear attached to it, a fear that will be unsafe if we make a mistake. And that was a physical fear of being unsafe. And I was unforgiving of myself. So I carried this big resentment to that mistake. I was so mad at myself for making that mistake. And in my anger and in my reaction to it, I blamed that mistake for the breakup. I didn't see, I didn't zoom out, I couldn't zoom out, that there was a way more reasons why that breakup happened than this mistake that I made. But I did blame it, and that freaked me out, that a mistake like that could lead to such a devastating event. When now, I am so unbelievably happy for doing that. I am so grateful for that mistake. I truly am. And that's been a really big practice for me, is same kind of practice with the reasons and figuring out the reason why. But what did this mistake lead to? If I zoom out of the small picture of the one event, what happened afterwards? Because my life didn't end. I healed. Maybe my ankle still hurts sometimes, but I healed. We are often so unforgiving to the mistakes that we've made. 
because we're mad about what happened as a result of that mistake. But sometimes what happens is so beautiful. And we always learn. I learned a lot in that. And I learned a lot more than snowboarding from that situation or how not to snowboard. I've gone snowboarding recently and I was terrified at first. I was physically shaking. I was so afraid of making mistakes, so afraid because I made a mistake that was very costly. And I was afraid, honestly, of like ruining the weekend and then my relationship being over, even though that wouldn't have happened, even if I did fall and hurt myself because of a mistake that I made. It wouldn't have happened. But I was so afraid again of making a mistake because I was afraid of the repercussions. I was afraid of physically being injured. I was afraid of emotionally being hurt. I was afraid of all these things. And then I also was just like beating myself up for not doing better. That thinking that I should have been further along. I should have known what to do. I shouldn't have done that. We beat ourselves up about what we should have done or could have done differently when we would have done differently if we could have. That was not what was in store for us at that moment. I'm so grateful for making that mistake and getting hurt the way that I did. John and I went to Pitch and Putt this past Friday. We took off from work. I'm going to my first real golf course in September, so we wanted to practice. I constantly was beating myself up for not being perfect for making a mistake, for picking my head up when over and over again, he told me not to pick my head up. (laughs) I just saw how unforgiving I was still about making a mistake when there was no cost to it. You know, who cares? I made a mistake. Who cares? I mean, I'm not perfect. Who cares? I don't know how to hit the golf ball every single time. Who cares? That's going to come with time and with making these mistakes because I'm going to learn from them. I'm going to grow from that. My golf game is going to grow. And then I'm also going to internalize how far I've come and see that things that I thought were not possible are now possible. There's a lot of things in my running journey. I started running the last week in March. I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning. I didn't listen to my body and I made the mistake of going way too hard yet again. And then I had to take off for two weeks. And that was a learning lesson for me that, oh, hey, balance, girl. I've made that mistake a million times in my life that I went too hard, go big, and then I had to stay home (laughs) because I went to gung-ho from the beginning and just went off. That was a mistake that I've made plenty of times. And when you make a mistake enough times, hopefully you learn, oh, wait, can't do that. And you shift and you navigate and you figure out, okay, that didn't work. So what does this work? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's another mistake that you do it. But you never know until you keep making mistakes. Because one day, it's going to click. One day, those mistakes are going to turn into something so great. They're going to make a difference. Those mistakes are going to matter a lot. And they're also not going to matter. They're going to be the reasons why you're accomplishing what you accomplished, but you're not going to care so much about, oh, but in the beginning I made all these mistakes. Who cares? Look at where you got from them. That's how I feel about this podcast. Even if I make so many mistakes, who cares? I'm doing something. I'm creating. And that is not a mistake. If the overall theme of what I'm doing If the overall vibe of what I'm doing is in the direction of doing something different, whatever leads to that is not going to be a mistake. It's going to be a learning opportunity. 
I've spoke about this before, but I am terrified of making a mistake at work. Terrified. I work with numbers. I am not so afraid of making a mistake as I am being caught for the mistake when I didn't catch it before I sent it off and of what the repercussions of this mistake are going to be. I very much have this mentality that I am not worthy if I make a mistake at work. I very much have this mindset that mistakes can erase anything good that I've done. I really believe that a lot in my work and it creates anxiety. It creates this tension. I do get fearful because I make a lot of mistakes at work. I do. And they're never intentional. Never. Never have I intentionally made a big error. So how can I be so unbelievably hard on myself when I didn't mean to make a mistake? I can always work to do better. And that's all I can do. I made a mistake. Oops. I'll fix it and I'll learn from it. And if I can't fix it, we will figure out a way to minimize. We can apologize. We can own up to the fact that we made a mistake. I used to never own up to my mistakes. Never. Then I would get caught and then I'd get in trouble because I was trying to hide it. Trying to erase the fact that I made a mistake, cause more mistakes, then I was a liar. What good comes out of that? We hold on to these mistakes like our dirty little secrets. We don't want anyone to know that we make mistakes. We're never like, yay, you made a mistake. Never. Other people aren't like, yay, you made a mistake. It's like, why did you do this? But if we let what other people think about our mistakes impact us so much, we will keep beating ourselves up over and over and over again. It's like a double whammy. We have to be kind to ourselves. We are human. We make a lot of mistakes because we're imperfect. No one is perfect. And if you're trying to portray that you are or you think that someone you know is, that's not reality. We're all capable of doing really great things and we're all capable of making a lot of mistakes. Most of the time, Those mistakes that we make are what made us so great, are what brought this creation of ours forward into the world. There's been a hell of a lot of mistakes in every successful person's life, but all it takes is one time for it to go right. One time, that's all it takes. And we back ourselves into these corners thinking that we have to be perfect immediately. No one is a master on their first day. There's, I think I read this somewhere that it takes at least 10,000 hours to master a skill. Pretty sure I saw that. 10,000 hours. That's that's a lot of time. I can bet in most of those hours, there was so many mistakes made. So many mistakes. It's kind of beautiful. All those mistakes get you to become a master. Because you learn from them and you adjust and you grow. That's so cool. How much fun is that? I get to spend all this time doing something I really want to do. And I'll make a hell of a lot of mistakes on the way. But maybe I can laugh at it. And I can have some fun with it. Because it's not, it doesn't have to be so serious all the time. I'm always so serious. My mom used to always tell me, lighten up. And I used to get mad and defensive about it. But it was exactly true. I did have to lighten up. 
I had to lighten up about so many things, but I was like, there was this competitive nature with not within me that grew over time because I thought I had to be the perfect one. I had to do everything so right, make the least amount of mistakes. And there was this competitiveness with it that I had to be the best in order to even try it. How ridiculous is that? I had to be the best in order for me to try it. I try nothing or I quit everything. Everything that I did try, I ended up quitting because it was this mentality that I had to be perfect. I could make no mistake. I couldn't deal with making a mistake. I couldn't deal with it. And it was all because when I was younger and I did make a mistake, I got in trouble for it. And of course, making a mistake when you're young, you don't understand that it's okay to make a mistake if you're yelled at because of it. You don't get that. And we're never praised for our mistakes. Except for when we're kids, as we're trying to walk and we put our foot down wrong or we do whatever wrong. And everyone's cheering. Yay! Great job! Good job for even trying. And then we fell and we sometimes hurt ourselves. So we cried about it. We got back up and we tried again. Because we weren't beat up for making that mistake. For putting our foot down the wrong way. Because we didn't know better. We were never beat up for that when we were really, really little. So we tried all these new things. Imagine if we just didn't encourage a baby at all to walk. Babies get so excited because of all this praise around them. Like, yay! We're surrounding them saying, it's okay to not be perfect. Just try. Keep walking. Keep trying to walk. You'll get it one day. Imagine if every time you made a mistake, you just told yourself, keep trying. You can do it. You'll make it one day. How many people would be so happy living if their minds told them, Woo! Mistake means you're trying. Keep trying. Keep doing it. How many people would accomplish what they want to accomplish? What a beautiful world that would be if we embrace the idea of making mistakes instead of making ourselves feel shame around them. You don't know what you don't know. So how can you keep beating yourself over what you didn't know how to do or you didn't know how to navigate or you didn't know what would happen when you did it so you did it and then you realize, oh, oops, mistake, nope, no thank you. We don't know. There's no instruction manual to this light. There's tools that we can have along the way to help us navigate and to help us grow. And a lot of this podcast is going to be discussing those tools and they're great. But there's still no instruction manual and no one is the master of your life. You are the master of your life. And you know what? It takes forever to become that master. We don't have it all figured out. I don't think we'll ever have it all figured out. But if we start to listen within and embracing the fact that new territory comes with so many mistakes, maybe we can accomplish way more than we ever have. Do you know how in my head I get after I made a mistake that I literally don't do things for hours because I'm just so lost within it? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. That was a mistake. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Or why did I do this again? Beating myself up. And we distract ourselves from the present moment and we keep living in this past. We keep living and playing out the scenario saying, oh, if I didn't do this, then this wouldn't have happened. If I didn't have that mistake, then none of this would be occurring. We go on and on and on in our head instead of just getting back up and trying again and saying like, yay, you tried. Let's try again a little bit differently now. Or let's try again with a little more oomph. <laughs> let's try again. Let's just keep going. I'm going to get it. 
If I keep letting myself make these mistakes, I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get it. What if we lived like that? What if we embraced mistakes because that means we're embracing change, embracing growth and expansion and doing something that we've never done before, stepping out of our comfort zone. What a great place that is to be. In the past five to six years, I've been dedicating myself to stepping out of my comfort zone. And sometimes I just, you know, dip my foot a little bit, test the waters. And eventually you just have to jump in, go big. What's the worst that can happen? I think about the worst case scenario sometimes. Oh, I made this mistake at work. I'm going to get fired. That's the worst that's going to happen. Me getting fired. I think that I can make a really great opportunity out of that if that was the situation. What if I make a mistake and my boyfriend breaks up with me? It is what it is. If I make a mistake that's that big, that that could cause my whole relationship to fall apart like that, maybe I definitely need (laughs) to figure out my own stuff or maybe it just wasn't meant to be and I'll survive it. It's detachment from the outcome and just enjoying the process, enjoying that we're just figuring things out along the way. And that's a really great thing. And enjoying the fact that we can grow and navigate in so many different ways on this earth. And things aren't right or wrong. They just are what they are. And we make adjustments for it. We pick and choose what we want to experience. Or we choose to grow and staying the same hasn't brought us to where we want to be. Mistakes are a really great thing. And there's so much that happens within them. There's a really beautiful process with mistakes. I've learned to be more forgiving because I practice being more forgiving. I've sat and thought, what if my best friend did this? How would I speak to her? How would I feel? I wouldn't want her to beat herself up for this. How would my boyfriend feel when he makes a mistake? He's perfect, so I don't know when that would happen, but would I beat him up for doing this mistake? I would say, it's okay. I love you. We'll figure it out together try again. No one gets it done on the first shot. Just keep trying. I've definitely forgiven so many people in my life for mistakes of our past because they're in the past. And sometimes forgiveness doesn't always mean forgiving them and continuing to have them in your life. Sometimes it just means forgiving them and setting a boundary. But the most important thing is to forgive yourself for being imperfect because no one's perfect. And you have to be on your side. It's so important. At the end of the day, all we have is ourselves. Living a life with compassion and forgiveness towards ourselves and towards our mistakes helps us be forgiving to other people and helps us cultivate more connections, more deep connections. And people aren't afraid to be vulnerable around you because you're not judging them for the mistakes that they made. For me, it's been so important to take a step back and say, hey, you did the best you could, girl. And even at the time, if I thought "Mm, maybe this is a mistake and I did it anyway, that's okay too. Sometimes we repeat the same mistake. That's okay. We're human. It's all right. But maybe we just get tired of the same situation playing out in a toxic way. And all those mistakes that happen, maybe they'll lead to change down the road. There's been a lot of times where I've had to make a mistake five times, 10 times, 25 times, more times. And I forgive myself for all of it because that's the way it had to be. And until staying the same was more uncomfortable than making a change, I really didn't want to make the change. 
until I became so uncomfortable in that present moment that I was like, oh, got to change something. I wouldn't make changes. And now I can see that that was a mistake in my past. Now I've learned from that. And now I'm like, you know what? Maybe things don't really have to become a disaster in order for me to want to change and want to grow and want to make mistakes. Maybe it doesn't have to be this terrible thing, terrible process. Maybe it can just be, I prefer to not experience this, even though it's not that bad, but maybe there's something better in store. So why don't I try something new? Why don't I try and make a change? Maybe I'll make a mistake. Oops, then I'll try again. Navigating this has been navigating compassion and forgiveness and love for myself and for other people. Being okay with making those mistakes and understanding that I'm a human. Humans make mistakes. We do. And it's not the end of the world. And a lot of the times mistakes have led to such beautiful things within my life. How can I say that they're bad? They're not bad at all. They're part of growing. They're growing pains at times. But on the end of that, there's a new way to be and it's closer to our authentic self because we're not letting fear run the show. We're letting expansion and navigating towards light and healing run the experience instead of this fear, fear of change, fear of making mistakes, fear of not being perfect, fear of what's going to result of not being perfect. When we don't let fear run the show, beautiful things unfold. As long as we have intention and we take purposeful action. Sometimes purposeful action can just be resting and literally doing nothing. That can be purposeful. Mistakes really are so misunderstood. I think that we're so quick to judge them as bad. We're so quick to say that we shouldn't make mistakes when mistakes are just part of life. They're part of living here and doing something new. And I want to be a part of living my life and experiencing new things and growing and changing. I want to make mistakes because I know sometimes they lead to the best things. And that's really all I wanted to speak about today with mistakes. It's definitely another topic that I can go on and on with countless examples. Save that for another episode. I think it's super important to see where they come up in our lives and when we're so afraid to make a mistake that we don't even try because there's so much lost potential in that. We're so afraid that we're going to make a mistake that's going to ruin our life. We're going to miss our path because of this mistake, but that's not going to happen. We can actually learn a lot that helps us along the path that we're going on by making these mistakes. I think it's important to notice where we're not forgiving and take a step back and say, it's okay. I love myself and my mistakes. I love other people and their mistakes. Before we go into the mindfulness moment, I wanted to read a card. I haven't pulled it yet, so I'm going to pull it right now. We'll see what comes up. Pretty funny because I just read the card description and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm going to read it. It doesn't really apply. Maybe this was a mistake, <laughs> but I know that it's not a mistake to read it. There's a reason why I pulled this card. It's for everyone listening. And I definitely resonate with what it's saying. And I feel like it's true for my own life. So how can that be a mistake that it doesn't necessarily fit exactly to what the theme of today is? So I'm able to take that lesson from what I pulled and the judgments that I placed on the card that I pulled. And it's a card I've actually never pulled before, which I find super fascinating. I usually pull the same exact cards. The card is Lemuria creating heaven on earth. It's happening. Lemuria or Mu is one of the earth's lost lands where heaven was really a place on earth. 
a time before we were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. In Lumeria, life worked in harmony. All beings were seen as equal, and we were deeply reverent to Mother Earth. We knew that a mosquito was no worse than us, and the sun no better. Perhaps you too believe that heaven really can be a place on Earth. Perhaps you are part of the transition team, who at a soul level are devoted to creating this kind of harmony on the planet now. Thank you for wanting to do this work. It's easy to get overwhelmed by the state of affairs on the planet right now, but you are being encouraged to keep holding the clear vision of the future. It's closer than you think. You may be guided to hold the frequency of Lumeria in your own community, family, workplace, or within yourself. Know that it is possible, and while at times it may feel like you are alone, you truly are not. There are hundreds of thousands who hold the codes of this ancient lost land, and even Lumeria crystals that hold the codes of remembering that are beginning to rise all over the planet. Keep doing what you are doing, and remember, the only way to heal the world around us is to first heal ourselves. I truly love that. The only way to heal the world around us is to first heal ourselves. I know that lesson is true within my own life. I know it within every fiber of my soul and my being. If you want to join me, I'm going to silently repeat, I forgive myself for my mistakes. I forgive others for their mistakes. I'm going to just repeat this for the next minute or two. When the moment is up, I'll gently let you know. I forgive myself for my mistakes. I forgive others for their mistakes. And if you want to join me now in three deep cleansing breaths, I want to thank you so much 
for joining me this week, and I'll catch you on the next episode.